Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. You know everything come full circle. I just so love watch it come full circle. And I can never let the bad vibes inside my circle, no. Welcome back to season two of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. In season two, we're going to meet four couples. These four couples are navigating through life as parents, entrepreneurs, and even blended families. This week, we're talking about gender roles, sex, and social media. Let's jump right into the episode. I do go to work, and I help pay them bills. But Maurice has me spoiled. I'll be the first to admit it. We got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great, and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we bake, girl. The magic's happening. And the feeling is great, and this feeling is great, girl. The magic happening, happening, it's happening, yeah. As far as the gender roles, Maurice is the cooker, and he does most of the cleaning, and he washes the clothes. I do go to work, and I help pay them bills, but... Maurice has me spoiled. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah, I, we don't do gender roles. I, this is my baby, I love it, but I do every motherfucking thing. From wake the kids up, to get the kids dressed every morning, wash the clothes, cook the food, break down the kitchen. Every, you name it, I'm, I'll do it. And I do it every single day. And I, I take pride in that because I'm a firm believer in removing barriers for you to give yourself to me. So that's why I tell her that I should never hear no about slapping cheeks. Because you don't got nothing else to do. You, I washed the dishes and cooked all the food. So therefore, when it's my time, it's my time. That's how I feel. I don't feel like we have set gender roles. We just kind of do what's best or what we're best at. Um, so in regards to like taking out the trash or doing what's considered masculine, um, I feel like naturally he just does what is easiest for him. Um, but there's no like set because you're the woman you have to cook and clean because honestly he's better at cleaning I do not like cleaning the kitchen. I don't like cleaning the bathroom So I will certainly hand those responsibilities over um, But naturally um, I'm more of a nurturer. So when it comes to the children and caretaking That's what I'm gonna go towards first uh, I think she's pretty pretty much on point um, the the things 
the dirty stuff that needs to be done in the house. I'm just used to that. That's what I seen my dad doing in the house. That's what I felt. That's what I was um, raised to do. You know, that's what I was told. These are the things that you need to do every single day or that these are your responsibilities. So I just automatically assume those things, the garbage, anything that goes wrong. Um, in our house, I'll YouTube it first, <laughs> try to fix it on my own before I, you know, call somebody or file a claim and have people come out. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we subscribe to, to the gender mm -hmm. roles at all. We, for the most part, know um, our strengths and weaknesses, and we play towards those things for the betterment of the household. Yeah, so gender roles don't count in our household because it's, I just, I don't, I can't no, get with it. I just want to, you know, I think it, just to get some freedom to be like a, just a partner. I don't want you to think like. We're a team. Yeah, it's a, and, it, and that's, that's, that was my ideal kind of deal was I wanted somebody who was going to be able to just be, uh, I want you to be yourself. I don't want you to think like I'm going to pay all the bills um, and then that means um, like you got to sit at home and do whatever or cook and clean because that's really not it. We got a teenage son now, so we really ain't doing a whole lot of cleaning ourselves anyway. Exactly. Uh, Chores, <laughs> please. One of the things we do do together that most people would say only women do is gardening. And we both really enjoy gardening. It's very, it's a bonding time for us. We get to laugh, crack jokes. We make the kids pull weeds. Right. Um, we pull some weeds too, but ain't the point of having kids. You don't make them do no work. Right. Okay. So we, we are excited about pick, like we, my mama picked some of our greens today, but we, yeah. tomorrow is our garden today where we're going to go pick a lot of our stuff because it's getting too big and we want more to grow up. Um, we do that together. We, we paint, we, we remodel houses, like our house together. Right. I knocked down all the walls in the bathroom while he was at work one day. I did, I did the whole thing with just me and Nehemiah. So it's it's not a gender thing for me. It, it to me it's more about teamwork and what makes sense. I'm not gonna wait till he get off of work to do something that I could do. Like I'm gonna pull up a YouTube video and I'm gonna figure it out. Something's gonna shake or he gonna I'm gonna Facetime him and he gonna walk me through it step by step. But if it gotta get done, it just gotta get done. The pettiest thing I think we are well, it ain't the pettiest, but one of the petty pettiest things I guess that we argued about. Wasn't that long ago, and we were getting ready for Kendall's birthday party, and his mom brought over some folding tables, and we were we already kind of had like got into it in the car, and um, we got in the house, you know, we brought him in, put him in the hallway, but we had to put him in the basement, <clears throat> and I think we were already like like I said already kind of going back and forth, so. <laughs> I'm I'm putting them in the basement. He put one down or whatever had to go down there. He put one and I got the last one and I took it down there. But I think on the way down there was it on the way down or on the way up? Well, yeah. On I was the way the he was going into the door. We live in a new place. So <laughs> it was either way, it was down or up with the table. She was mad as much. He closed <laughs> the goddamn door to the house. And I felt like he <laughs> was playing me. I felt like he was being like, shut up here. I'm like, I said, you could have left the door open. Like, I was like, why you close the door? Because I was downstairs. Like, everybody not in the house, bro. I was, when I tell you, I legit went off. I went off. We could just do today. Uh, how, how about that for petty? So, all right. 
I started golfing about three three months ago, right right around spring. I enjoy it. I think it's a good balance uh, for me. It's something to practice it. It's quick. I, the driving range is five minutes from the house. I can hit a bat a, a a bucket of balls in about thirty minutes, and I can be home. And when I go and golf, I we do tee times early in the morning. Amanda doesn't get out the bed till nine a.m. I had a tee time today at six six twenty five, six o'clock. I'm in I'm in the car. She calls me. She would never even moved if I wouldn't even got out the bed. She like, so what's going on? And I'm like, I'm headed to Lincoln. I'm getting ready to golf. She's like, oh, you never told me that. Um, I, I I told you I want to go to I wanted to go to Target this morning. And now you're gonna be gone all morning. Well, it it don't take that. By the time I get done golfing, she be just getting out the bed. So I'm like, I was so hot that she even hit me up. This called me. I'm like, just forget it. You know, she want to go. I knew we had to be here. So I'm like, maybe she do want to go to Target. Did you go to Target? I did not. <laughs> she better not ever, ever hit me up about no about no Target nothing at six. I'm going to go. So have I you was know, still in the bed, y'all. Have you know, any 6 o'clock tea time in the 6 o'clock hour, I will be there. The pettiest thing that we've ever argued about, uh, and it's still like a real-life discussion, is whether or not it's uh, Rachel's husband or Lewis's wife. This is serious. This shit is for real. Like, she don't know, like, our real life had a life before we got married. And, like, when we used to go out, it'd be for real. Like, Oh, you want to go get Lewis' wife from the door? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to make sure she get in and her people. And then... Whoever said they about to go get Lewis' man, wife from the door? We can door. call Jose right now. I we worked know, in the club for like this. six years. Before that. Before that, that's not what was going on? No, they said Rachel's husband out there. Go Never. get Rachel. Now, that happened later on in life. You know, listen, I'm telling you, this is serious right now. Like, this... This is a discussion we're going to have in the car. So you, you think I'm Lewis' wife? It's for sure Lewis' wife. Why? What? They don't call me Mr. Hey, did you go get Mr. Hunt from the door? No, they'd be like Miss Vasquez. Mrs. Vasquez. We're done. Yeah. But no, this is it's Rachel's, this series, it's like, Rachel's husband. It for sure. Serious. I don't feel like social media has caused a problem in our relationship. I feel like a lot of the issues that we had was before social media was big. So the issues that we would that we experienced in being teens and early 20s, if social media had been around, it would have escalated those. Um, but we kind of were able to work through that before social media became an everyday thing. Yeah, my, MySpace wasn't strong enough, yeah. so we, uh, we dodged that, that bullet, I would say. Um, yeah. Something we, don't have to, we didn't have to deal with uh, for the majority of our issues. Yeah coming up in a relationship. We don't have a problem with that. Like, never did. No, and then you gotta catch me on there. I don't post much. If I do post anything, it might be to my story. And if it is, it's my kid or like my friend's birthday, his birthday, holidays, you know, things like that. Um, I don't really post me as much either because for one, I don't be cute all the time. You know, I don't be feeling cute. But you know, like I don't get, I don't go nowhere. I work from home, whatever. But anywho, um, if I like a picture, it really nerve. I'm gonna like it. Or if I like what's being said, I'll, I'm gonna like it. A man, people are attractive. That don't mean I want them. Or right. that don't mean I'm finna shoot my shot. Cause I'm just not that type of person in general. So if it's an actor that I follow, double like, more than likely, I already know he was attractive cause 
more, most people, you know, they actor or whatever celebrity, somebody like them, they looking pretty good. Or I like his shirt, you know. But um, as far as that, yeah, like, I don't have a problem with what he follow, because he be following when chicks <laughs> shaking their ass, and, you know, um, or if he's a sports guy, it's sports, like, I don't care. Just, of course, don't go sliding up by the DMs, board, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I don't feel like I have to go look at his DMs to even know that, you know? And I know he can handle conversations through social media or any type of, you know, inboxes or messages or comments and stuff. I don't have a problem with that. To be honest, it takes me a little while to actually say when uh, something is bothering me. I take I take some time. I ain't gonna lie, and I think that's oh, don't even get me into that conversation with the black man. But I think that is that is a big deal with with black men and and their mental health and all of that being able to. Uh, say when something is bothering them right away and not letting things build up so i've got that honest um it'll take me a long time to be able to say that something is bothering me because i'm all about keeping the peace too so um picking and choosing my battles wisely um that's some advice i've gotten from some you know some some old heads and i get it i i, I get exactly why they say that but it's not healthy to do that, so I'm guilty. It takes me it takes me quite some time to say that uh, something is bothering me. But I I think what's interesting about our relationship is we've been together for so long, so a lot of times we don't even have to say something is bothering us. We know, so we know each other very well. He knows me. I know him. Um, just a change of tone, body language. I'm like, something is wrong, and we yeah. can kind of piece together. Um, and sometimes this is, a, this is a petty part that I will kind of pick at what I know is wrong, so he'll come out and say it. Um, so he's getting better at letting me know what's wrong, but I feel like because, because we know each other, we, we always kind of have an idea. So something that we've recently started is we have weekly team meetings. Um, we've we've had it where we just let things fester and build up and we'll have arguments in a moment. And then we're like, this isn't healthy. So what we started to do was we write down things that we want to discuss. Um, if I have a certain issue in the house and vice versa. And then when our team meeting comes about, this is, these are the issues that I had with you this week. We need to address this. How can we make it better? Um, because we've had those times where you're like, this is it, I'm tired of this, I don't like this, let's fix it, and it does not work in that moment. But we found team meetings to be very helpful for us to be on the same page. Then you only be hot one time a week, because yeah. I be hot <laughs> every Wednesday. But it's just for the betterment of the yeah. household, it's better, for the betterment of our relationship, and uh, yeah. I think it's yeah. it's pretty healthy to just sideline things if they aren't big big issues. Actually, I would say it's pretty formal. So it's um, business. Yeah, it is. It is business. So we decided on a day. It used to be Sundays, but it just didn't work out on Sundays. So we found Wednesday evenings to be um, the best day. And throughout the week, if there are certain things, so golf will probably be on the list to discuss. 
next week to be like, how can we, <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> how can we better communicate to make sure that you can go golfing and we don't have those, um, those conflicts. So we have our list. If he has any concerns throughout the week, it'll be on his list and same for me. And then I've, I've been the one who's been leading, but I'm like, I don't want to lead cause then I feel like the bad guy. So then he'll have to take on leading. Yeah. This is probably be my second one leading. The last one, I was like, all right, I had all my all my questions. Like, okay, yeah, we're doing the meeting now. So we all, you know, we, we had the laptops out, and we have a running uh, document of, you know, of said topic or whatever, whatever goals that we have, whatever issues we bring up. And then for the next week, there is, mm-hmm. there's homework. There's a to-do list. There are things to check off to be able to, be held accountable for yeah. for the next week so it's the next it's until the next episode basically yeah. um and i you know i'll be trying my best even though if i ain't got it all done by tuesday night <laughs> i'll be like trying to crunch <laughs> it's like when you ain't do your homework but that's exactly what it is and it's perfect because it's called accountability yes there was a time where i thought we weren't going to make it I think this was what a year and a half or maybe two years after me and Maurice were dating and that February of 2017 Maurice's dad had passed away so his behavior started to change a lot so like he would just do stuff out of the blue and I'd just be like what like what's wrong or like what can I do to fix it so later on like towards the end of that summer a woman's intuition is usually never wrong. And come to find out, Maurice was talking to someone else. And Maurice decided to leave me for that woman. And so he decided to leave me and he left. And I was still trying to reach out to him, you know, ask him why, but like, he just didn't care. He was just like gone, like, you know, we would just net like, no, I'm done with you. I don't want this no more things like that. So I was really hurt, but he would, because at that time I was having car problems, but he would still come take me to work and things like that. So he would still be there for me, but like after a while he stopped that as well. And then I gave up. And then maybe like maybe a month later, Maurice reached back out to me and I knew I knew that it wasn't going right. So a part of me wanted to really do him bad, but I still have feelings for him because things were still fresh. And he came over and we drank the talk like, you know, like nothing ever happened. And then ever since that night, we, we, we made it work out. We made it work out. The backstory of that was like, you know, of me doing so much and compensating so much in a relationship. And I felt like, she was taking, I felt like at that time, like me trying to be such a new person, like you ever try to be a different person than you was in your last relationship and the other person not appreciating that. And I felt like with me doing all the things I was doing to try to appease her, she was still acting like that shit was normal. Like, so what you do everything? And I'm like, I know damn well where you, you that was not happening like this. So I felt like immaturity was speaking, not being a grown man that I am now, not speaking to my fiance, but like, at that time, I was very immature. I wanted, to, I wanted to teach her a lesson, but I didn't understand that I was inflicting more pain on myself. Because when you truly love someone, 
that even when you think you're doing something to, to in spite of them, you really, really, truly take it out on your, on your own heart. And I had come to the realization that as much as I was trying to prove to her that I can do this without you and I can find somebody better than you, it was nobody better than you. And I think that was the biggest lesson that I was trying to run away from something that was in my heart. She was in my heart. And I, that's when I had to come to the realization that uh, she was worth fighting for. She was worth learning how to bend for, learning how to have forgiveness for, you know, even though I was the one who chose infidelity, which is something that we talked about earlier, like that's the big deal breaker. Like, but I was recognizing how fortunate I, I was for her to take me back into her life. I never, since that day, never wanted to put that in jeopardy again. I mean, you had those moments, you had those times. That's just part of being married, part of accepting your mate and, you know, holding them accountable for stuff that they said they was going to do. Yeah. Um, and just to pick up what she was saying, it's just communication. You know, communication is key to keeping a marriage, keeping a relationship. Any relationship. Any relationship. It ain't got to be married or whatever. It's just when you communicate, then that lets you know that y'all on the same page. Because it be times where, <clears throat> excuse me, it be times where when I don't, because we got certain bills that are attached to each other, like for us, like on my end, I know what I got to take care of, and on her end, she knows she has to take care of. So when it, whenever that time comes when you don't speak on something, I'm going to think everything is, is gravy, like everything is good. But it comes a time where I find out stuff that she should have told me, and that's what brings the conflict. And, you know, we working on it. You know, we still, we ain't perfect. But, you know, it's it's been times where, you know, we thought we was like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, but Divorce. what, but what, what get us through is, is, is going through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, going through whatever you go through and actually getting through it. You know what I'm saying. It's 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 a difference between going through something and actually getting through it and praying and praying at the same time. So it's like yeah, it's I mean that that's what make y'all though. You know what I'm saying. That that's what make a relationship last. When y'all truthful to each other, y'all lay everything out on the table, and then y'all go from there. But if you don't lay anything out, if you keep holding stuff in, it's going to prevent y'all from moving forward. So that's that's basically just laying everything out on the table and then going from there. I would say with any couple who has been together for a long time, you have those challenges where you're like, I don't know if I want to be with you another second. Um, I feel like one of the biggest challenges that we've dealt with um, because we've been together for so long was when we started to have children and having that balance. So we dated, we were together since we were 15, 16 years old. Um, we got married at 22, 22, 23, 23. And to have so much time where it was just us two, that's what we were used to. Um, and then when we got married, we still had a few years of us just kicking it. We traveled, we got to date whenever we wanted to, and then we made the decision to have children. And we were just so used to the two of us to now 
having to think about another having to think about another person a child so that took our a lot of my energy and focus off of him and that's when our relationship I would say struggled the most is trying to balance and take care of children but then also keep each other as a priority we I mean we've we've gotten to a lot of places where we felt like at least one of us felt like yeah that's it we I'm done with this person we, we that's enough but um I mean we've tried a lot of different things I think in seasons uh, of your life things change I think things well I know that things change we've been together long enough to change as individuals multiple times so I think a big key to um, our success is being able to embrace one another's personal journey um, in the path that they're on um, and just being able to I don't know I, I would say just let 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 the other person be who they're going to be. And so we, uh, we have a lot of conversations, like I said, uncomfortable conversations and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. And I would say since we've been having, we now have three children, um, who are young. We have a four year old, a two year old and a one year old, and we're just starting to get in the groove. I would say within the last few months because of the pandemic, with being able to date again. Yeah, that um, feels so good. it was a good year, literally a year that we were able to go on a date without children or anything. So we got married really young right. um, with no real um, understanding of what marriage was. As he spoke about before, he came from a household where he, he his parents were divorced. I came from a household where I was a two-parent household. So for me, marriage was always in my cars because that's what I seen, that's what I knew, that's what I wanted. Um, and so for him, it was just like, you know, till we had Nehemiah, that's when it kind of got like, okay, what we about to do? Because for my dad, at the time I was staying with my parents, and my dad, like, he can't keep spending the night over here, and y'all not married, like, and y'all trying to lay in the same bed. Yeah. He didn't care the fact that Lewis wanted to see Nehemiah. So Lewis like, well, I need to see my son. And it was, it was paramount, it's still, you know, my kid's still paramount, but we we had a house together and everything, but Rachel, Rachel was the, basically like the only child, cause she the youngest and all the other kids were so much older. Um, when Rachel was like, I want to go back home, they let her come back home. So I got this apartment by myself again. And I never was at my apartment because when she had my son, I'm like, it's not going to be a day that I don't go by, that I don't see my son. Um, so it was one of them things, like we real life had like the old school kind of deal where it was like, we got a baby, we damn near going to have to get married uh, and make sure... I ain't gonna say what make an we, honest woman we, out you or shit like we that. We got but. married for all the wrong reasons and stayed married for all the right ones. But, um, so during that time, you gotta think, um, I didn't know myself. I was married before I was even able to drink <laughs> legally, you know what I mean? So, um, I had Nehemiah, um, I had just turned 21, so I was a mom and a fresh 21. Finally able to kick it, finally able to go to the club. I had older parents, so they didn't believe in going to like the club when I was younger or going to parties and stuff. So I got to go here and there, but I wasn't out here like other people, like how people went to H2O and all that stuff. I don't have those experiences because my mama did not play that shit. Mm -hmm. So when I got 21, although I'm married, for me it's like, I wanna go out. Note had just opened up. 
They got $3 margaritas. Like, I can definitely afford that. I can get dressed. Let's kick it. Um, all my friends were single. So that's a big thing when you are you have nothing but single friends. Right. They can get up and move ways you can't. They didn't have kids. Um, so I felt like I should be able to move like them. You know what I mean? So um, that's when I thought we wasn't going to make it. Right, right. And like, I, think, I think when we talk about this a lot and people ask us about it, because, I mean, during this time and when all this happened, we separated. Um, what I did was, though, I'm going to allow you to have your space and your time to grow or whatever, which I felt like I was afforded before we was together. I'm not much older than Rachel. I'm like two years older than Rachel. But, again, it was some of the experiences that she didn't have that I was able to have um, kind of like early on. But my thing was very clear from the beginning. Like, uh, we are responsible for, like, the actions we do and the consequences. So them consequences might present themselves later on. They might be, you know what I'm saying, right away. So if you make a decision while you out doing, you know what I'm saying, your thing, and I'll stick around for that. You got to understand that's part of your consequences or whatever that happens. So when we separated, it was one of them things like, okay, cool. I'm going to let you do your thing. Um, I just can't be here for it. Uh, and she, so it was plenty of times we thought we wouldn't going to do it. I think the, the um, what is probably keeping it spicy the most is the challenge. Because when you have children, trying to find the opportunity um, especially during the day. So I think that in itself, trying to find those little times or like, okay, we got the baby sleep. That keeps it, keeps it spicy in itself. We got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything. Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a full circle television production recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis Allen. Our production assistant is G, and music is by J.R. Simulton. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television.